When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. A very somber edition of Lulz. Um, for those of you who, I guess, are living under a rock, a very um, just 48 short hours ago, the esports industry was absolutely rocked by a match-fixing scandal. Um, Rogue Warriors jungler Wee Han was receiving payments uh, to pay off a poker debt and through the match yesterday. 
the seismic shock waves that have reverberated throughout the industry have left many people, myself, and of course, my co-host, Brian Hooper, reeling from what this means for the industry in this toxic, toxic stench that is now emanating throughout the air. Brian, I've been depressed for the past few days. How are you handling this? I'm feeling better. Um, but yeah, it hurt. I'm not going to lie. Um, you know, the toxicity was deeper than we thought. Than anyone it's, thought. It's like, how do you, how do you tell your friends? How do you tell your loved ones that this sport, you know, this is when we go home for Thanksgiving and they say, look at what happened in your sport, this thing you've devoted your entire life to. There's no integrity to it. How do we have those conversations with people, Brian? I'm not sure. Um, I think about it constantly, but uh, one day we'll heal. And what really is kind of painful is, I, do you know what I wanted this show to be, Brian? I wanted it to be me introducing the world's top-rated post-coronavirus DFS LOL player. This was supposed to be a coronation for you, Brian, and yeah. instead, Weehan ruined it. Yes. Um, yeah, it's bittersweet, to say the least. But it is uh, it is nice being the number one post-coronavirus uh, LOL player. And I think I am – this is what I'm going to do. I am not going to let Weehan – mire this show down in toxicity. We are going to celebrate our successes in this industry. We are going to lift this community up. We are going to celebrate the great game of League of Legends. What do you say, Brian? Do we push through this toxicity? Let's do it. Oh, it's so good. And, and really, there are so many things to celebrate right now, Brian. I mean, we are now getting six game slates day after day after day. What has been your thought now on uh, switching from these three-game LPL to the six-game combined with the Korean League? I love it. Uh, the uh, the prize pools are getting bigger, double, triple, probably about 50 times bigger than when they were two weeks ago. Um, not that we do this for the money, but um, it, it's pretty awesome. The Korean League is interesting because they do not release their lineups, making it tough for for everybody to figure out who they're going to play um so that could be some interesting game theory to think about maybe we could talk about that later um on who you're going to actually play i love it what do you think yeah i i enjoy it too i it adds a whole new wrinkle to it it's like there's so much we're in the you know maturation period of this dfs lol ecosystem and it was like oh right when we had like a week of the three game lol slates feeling a little normal now we get this curveball um <laughs> i think it's interesting it looks like the lck scoring is slightly uh less voluminous than the lol which is an interesting thing and i'm sure we'll get into it tonight but it's particularly interesting with the LCK teams all being the heavy faves and the LOL being more closely matched. So I think that sets us up for, are people going to chase the higher scoring LOL in more uncertain games, or are they going to lock in the points from the big faves? So I think it adds a whole new wrinkle. I think it's great for our community. Yeah, I think it, and, and uh, you know, to talk about that comparison really quickly, uh, I don't think it matters 
because generally the prices should be adjusted and it's just like um, other sports uh, that aren't as cool like the NBA or the NFL. If you have a lower projected scoring team, the, usually the price is lower. And so it should work itself out in either way. You're just trying to find who is better projected in comparison to their ownership um, on that slate anyways. So it shouldn't, it shouldn't really, it really, it could, it could help you because people could just give up on the LCK. Right. And I think what Brian's saying, and this is kind of a problem with a lot of, you know, or a pitfall of DFS is counting something twice, right? So if your projections are already baking in that lower scoring, and then you're going out of your way to fade LCK guys, you're counting that twice because yeah. the projections are already baking that in. That's true. Yeah, that's a good point. And the, uh, the, another thing is people talk about ceiling as well, um, which I think is a li little overblown. And so when you count that the players are, are projected on teams that won't score, uh, high in fantasy points and then say, oh, well, then he, that means he won't, you know, have that breakout game that's going to win me a GPP. The ownership's going to be minuscule. And that's what it looked like last night. And that's what I'm expecting tonight as well. Yeah, I think too, it, you know, last night was another interesting one. Uh, FPX was a team that a lot of people wanted to gravitate to. I believe they had the highest implied win probability. Um, but then, you know, I, I didn't get a chance to get up, you know, and watch that game, unfortunately, but it seemed like they made quick work of them and didn't rack up enough points in the process to be kind of in the optimal. How are you thinking about handling those super big faves, knowing that they have that risk and the kind of, um, jacked up price tags? Same way I do in, um, the lesser sports where, uh, it's a combination of projection and ownership. So it doesn't really, doesn't really change for me that, um, that there's so many heavy, heavy favorites, right? You're not going to get, especially like in the NBA or something, you're not going to get a minus 1800s. And I don't know what was one of them yesterday was like astronomical favorite. That was FPX. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, was it? Cause I thought there was one in the, uh, the uh, LCK that was huge too, but I could bring it up maybe, but yeah, it doesn't, that doesn't really, that doesn't really change anything for me based on what I do. I mean, I get the, un, you know, like the inclination to want to go straight to those odds and go, okay, yeah, they have a 10% chance to win and they're only 1% owned. If I, if I get lucky, I could bank, but to go to like one of my videos I made with, um, uh, like boomer bust or, the uh the the idea of getting like some equity back some money back too you don't want to go too too insane right and just for the sake of hey i'm gonna take first here or not so it's it's definitely give or give give or take but like um i, I would be a little more uh nuanced than just going uh either either or right like oh i'm a heavy favorite guy or i'm a i'm a like super long shot guy because i want to bank first right Right. What, um, what have been your, sorry, what was it? Oh, I wanted to hop in the chat real quick. Uh, we got, we got Marcos out here. We got Ryan K. We got David. Uh, Marcos said, I thought LCK was an abbreviation for Louis CK. Uh, no, that is not. And luckily Ryan quickly uh, pointed out that is a toxic name and we won't be mentioning 
um, that comedian on our show going forward. Um, uh, Brian, I do want to, you know, I want to get inside the life of a high stakes LOL player, because of course, as we all know, these lock times in these game times are very early in the morning. You mentioned the LCK does not release their starting lineups in advance like LPL. Have you or have you considered setting your alarm to wake up and see if you could scrounge up some information? Um, I did last night. <laughs> you thought about it or you did? No, it? I actually did. Yeah? What time did you set your alarm? Um, 12.05 or something central. Okay. And what, uh, and, uh, did you, did you find anything meaningful when you did that? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Complete waste of time. I think, I think, uh, our, our buddy Alex, uh, had done a tweet about setting his alarm too. So yeah. at least, uh, he didn't know. tweet though. He didn't tweet out at uh, like 1245. So yeah. I don't know if he, uh, if he let that alarm just ring and keep going back to sleep or if he actually woke up and uh, made some changes. I just love, I want to take like a, a Hollywood approach to how I picture this scene. So you have the entire skyline of Chicago and it's all dark, you know, it's the middle of the night. And then an hour before lock, we see two lights in different apartments in Chicago flicker on. It's Brick 75 and Osimo waking up to check if there's any inactives or starter news for the LCK. Yeah. They furiously update their projections and then they go back to bed and the city sleeps soundly. That or Alex stays up and just watches the games <laughs> in their entirety and then just keeps working all the way through. Yeah, I mean, if Alex's so-called girlfriend is in fact real, she is going to leave him at this rate because, I mean... It, to me, it seems like not only is he doing the DFS, but he is actually just playing League of Legends nonstop all the time. Yeah, it does feel like that. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think, are you worried now, you clash with Osimo in the high stakes LOL streets. Are you worried about him gaining a competitive advantage on you by knowing the sport so intimately, having played it way more than you? Yeah, well, it would take him years to catch up. <laughs> it's right? true. I mean, so, you, how many hours would you say you've logged? Uh, how many hours does the average adult male work in a year? <laughs> I mean, 40 hours a week times four weeks or times 52 weeks. I mean, yeah. someone do that math. Double that. Just double yeah. it. Uh, oh, we, I do want to just quick shout out to Sal in the, the chat. Lots of toxicity on these Jersey Shore reruns. Sal, I need you to, to mute. Jersey Shore, you can keep it up in the background, but I need you to listen to a show that screams positivity, okay? Yeah. It's uh, done with the GTL, no more Jim Tan Laundry, in with the LOL, okay? Take that, take that to the bank. Um, what, but but uh, on, a, on a serious note, how are you handling the LCK uncertainty as far as sub-potential? I... Um, so first of all, some of the longer shots to play, I'm just not even uploading them into my optimizer. And um, this is kind of how I handle it in, in most sports. If there's a decent shot that they're not going to start, they're, they're super unlikely to make it into any of my lineups. Yeah. There's, it's hard enough to predict this stuff to begin with. So like I, I would just 
personally, I would just skip them all. And so like someone could say, you know, um, okay, well, everyone's thinking everyone's doing that. So if I roster, uh, let's bring somebody up here. If I roster, uh, sprint or nuclear, right. Nuclear, then that means no one's going to have them. <laughs> so that's true. He probably will be like 1% owned tonight, maybe less. Um, but like, if he's not going to play 30% of the time, 40% of the time, 20% of the time, I think you, if you ran the numbers on that, it's probably not, not worth it. And it's one of those things where, um, yeah, stacking, you know, five man stacks in football, crazy, you know, crazy correlations, super, you know, nine, you know, six guys under one, you know, under 5% in golf. Yeah. You can bank. Yeah. But, um, over the long run, I mean, you're going to need to bank way more frequently than you are probably going to burn uh, through your through your role. And so, like, if you if you're just like a casual player, yeah, throw go ahead, fine, throw one lineup in, two lineups in the big one, the big GPPs, and then play those like 20% on guys, but 20% chance of not playing. But otherwise, I would just stay away from it. Right. And the other thing I've noticed is a lot of the times the teams that are shuffling around their starting lineup are the teams that aren't performing as well and not doing as well. So they're already kind of behind the curve. The teams that are crushing, they don't feel the need to mess with their starting lineup, which actually brings me to a fun story that, that I just got triggered. Brian, let me take you back to Denver, Colorado in 2001. I was a freshman in high school. I was new to the high school. I went from a private middle school to the high school with 5,000 kids or 2,000 kids. I walk onto the soccer team. They don't have a freshman team, so I have to play on the JV. I'm not getting any playing time at all, ever. We have a game, and we are winning eight to nothing. Eight to nothing. It's the second half of the game. The coach still hasn't put me in. I go over to the coach. He was this Indian man named Bari. And I say, Bari, we are up eight to nothing. If I'm not going in now, when am I ever going in? And he looked at me and he said, Peter, if it's not broken, I don't fix it. <laughs> and I quit soccer the next day. But all of this goes back to my point that these teams aren't feeling the need to fix a broken start starting lineup. So you're probably already playing a slightly EV guy anyways if they're in that kind of rigmarole. Yeah, I, I could see where your interest in toxicity started. <laughs> he Maybe was an incredibly fire. toxic coach. Yeah, <laughs> there was... Uh, I don't know. Okay, we're telling high school stories. There were my the, my brother's soccer coach, who was gone by the time I got there. My older brother actually hit him in the head with the with the with the coaching uh, clipboard. This is like this Bobby style. Knight style. <laughs> this is what it was acceptable back then. So, <laughs> so apparently, soccer coaches are a little more violent than or toxic, I should say, than people think. Um, I need a ruling from you, Brick. Is this nickname toxic or not? Big Dick Brick. Thanks for all the help, my guys. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to let you make the ruling on this. Um, I guess that he's trying to be complimentary. So I'll, I'll allow it. What do you think? Oh, I, I think I've allowed it. He and the, the thanks for all the help guys really sold it as and two exclamation points. He's bringing positivity. There's a lot of toxicity. Marcos is on my side here. If you're up 8-0, then at least put in the water boy in with the rest of all your all-stars. I don't know if you're equating me to being the water boy. It sounds like you might slightly toxic, um, but there you go.
it's one of the segments we love doing on lulls right brian a little nostalgia walk down memory lane <laughs> we could i could do it for like hours um i'm looking at the likes on this video and it's pretty sad four i know there's 24 people watching right now brian if we get to 20 likes will you give out a hot lol tip to sure. the people all right. all right let me look you, let me look at look look for one while whilst that happens it, it, it doesn't have to be uh this slate specific it could be uh you know something from the big dick brick vault you know <laughs> i'll give them something <laughs> i'll give them something from from for tonight i'm assuming these guys are all gonna play tonight um is this breaking news to you from ricky in the chat no thunderdome tonight no there's a thunderdome going let me let me look i haven't entered it yet um so yeah there's a thunderdome going right now it's empire maker peter gibbons a raven 52 uh it's eight eight max entry so it's probably you're right it probably won't fill if that's what you're talking about uh what's the guy's name ricky ricky and then there's but the the base destroyer <laughs> will fill most likely Here's a question for you. I know you've been playing everything, the the high stakes, you've been playing cash, uh, large field GPP, small stuff. What game type has been your favorite to play for League of Legends specifically? Um, I like I like both of them, honestly. Uh, and I'm not even I'm not even kidding there. Like the 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 problem right now, I think it's pretty inefficient. So you should be, if you, if you think you have an edge, you think you have good projections, I think you should be playing both. Um, that might not hold up in the future. And that's one of the problems with all the other sports is there's just a lot of sharp players in them. And so cash games can get tough, especially when the rake is a little higher, just like one, two points of uh, your ROI going down could mean the difference, especially in your swings and in like your confidence in playing it. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely have been more enjoying, um, you know, the GPP stuff, 20 max, three max single entry. Um, but, uh, the cash games are interesting right now. Just like you said, it, it does seem like everyone's still feeling stuff out. You know, we think about NFL and it's just every single person knows you stack a quarterback with a wide receiver. And yet with League of legends, I mean, this new slates introduced, I saw so many different construction types yesterday from three three ones two 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 ones four threes you know all the different various combinations as people kind of figure out um what's optimal here so that makes a, a really fun time i think if you do feel like you have an angle on it to kind of push that uh while the market gets more and more efficient because would you say i mean that's an event inevitability that um the market gets more efficient here as we continue to go definitely yeah, 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 there's no way it's not. There's already like I just named some, you know, really sharp players who are playing in the Thunderdome who are taking an interest in it. So there's no way it's not gonna uh, get sharper. As far as like the uh, multiple versions of stacking, I think I think eventually, you know, I don't know. I don't know where I stand on that yet. Um, like my advice is still the same as our 100th anniversary episode is just stack until further notice. Yeah. Um, but like, you know, clearly you could win with a three, three, one, a four, two, one. Uh, you could win with a two, one, 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 
one, one, one, one, yeah. one. So, um, yeah, I mean, but I, I, I just don't see how that is optimal just yet. Yeah. But hey, I mean, because it's kind of, I mean, it's like that for for a lot of sports, right? Where it's like the winning lineup often comes from a a construction that's slightly off, you know, the optimal or what yeah. conventional wisdom is, but it also or go ahead. What were you going to say? Well, it's just like, so like, I, I don't really like that. Um, you know, people say that. And, and to me, it's just an excuse. It's like, yeah, it, I saw one where all these low percenter non-correlated guys won the Millie maker. It's like, yeah, it's, it's the fucking Millie maker. Like yeah. there's going to be some really random shit going on in those. And like, it doesn't mean that that is optimal. Like in, and, and also the, 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 you know, like the Millie maker has what, 300,000 entries for 400,000 entries in it. Yeah. You don't need to get that contrarian and like, okay, what, like, how do you know who the hell, <laughs> who the hell to pick? I mean, I guess if you're get if you have a good projection source, uh, you can, you could change, you know, you can change it up there, but like, um, just because it it's happened, just because lightning strikes every once in a while, you know, it doesn't mean you should stand under the tree. It's, uh, those are words to live by. It's a good proverb. Um, yeah, I think it's, um, and it also depends on what your goals are. Like you said, right? Like, do you want to chase those teams with a, a low probability of upsetting and, and try to get to the top of the leaderboard? Or are you trying to grind out um, a solid ROI? You know, it kind of depends um, what you're doing. But I think the point Brian's kind of making here is in general that if you do want to kind of play it by what has proven to, you know, be the most optimal with the stacking um, because it's not fully efficient yet. It is a good time right now that I always, you know, with NFL, it was like my whole issue was getting too cute, my galaxy brain. Well, you don't really need to galaxy brain too much in league 11 right now. We might in a month, but not necessarily right now. Yeah. And, and so like, for example, um, a lot of tournament tournaments are probably GPPs are probably filled by now. Um, which is insane how popular this is getting. But after the big one, the 50K to first, that's 20,000, 20, 20.5,000 entries. The next highest is 1,700. And the next highest after that's 700. So it's popular, but it's not that popular yet. So like in a 700 person tournament, there's a lot, that's like kind of the, the amount of people in the higher stakes ones and the other, the other sports, right? right? So like, you're not gonna, you're not gonna need to go insane uh in those to get you know to get your two two one one ones or whatever yeah um, we're not we're not we're not there yet um i'm not convinced this is an efficient market and the the gpps besides the huge one is not that there are not that many people in them it's just stack until further notice there we go stack until further notice um it looks like we what did we get up to only 13 likes guys i mean we got it we got to get 20 if you want the hot lol tip to get released i refuse i mean brian might try to sneak it in without us getting to 20 just because he likes to share so much but i will cut him off i will talk over him he will try to give you the nuts the skeleton key and i will go na 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 because we didn't get 20 likes um so Ricky, oh, Ricky was saying for the Thunderdome, he meant for you. He meant uh, you weren't going to enter the Thunderdome. Oh, no, I'm, 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 I'm probably going to. All right, Ricky, how's this all in right now? <laughs> From my experience with you, Brian, it's you're always on the fence. And then all it takes is one person being like, oh, are you going to play that? You're like, okay, yeah, yeah, I will. <laughs> yep. 
Man. Oh, man. All right. Look at, thank you. Allender, the second base destroyer, too. Let's see who's in the 550. It's the same fucking people. Yeah, you guys got a nice little. All it's right, there like, you go, big guy. You're in? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, um, you know, the guys that have their their foursome that they go hit the links with. It's just, uh, you know, every night you hit the, you know, the Thunderdome with your your favorite buddies. Hopefully my LOL game is better than my golf game. <laughs> yeah, I uh, golf might be one of the few things that we have here uh, during social distancing as it gets nicer that we might still be able to realistically do outside. Do you see that the PGA estimate, their, their goal is the third week in May to come back? Man, I, I don't know about you. I still want to blanket under bet all of the start times, whatever they say they are. Well, yeah. Yeah, I doubt that's their uh, over-under. I bet that's their uh, best best hope. Yeah. Well, did you see the stuff how, like, Dana White is pushing super hard to get that, what is it, UFC? Is it 249 or whatever? Yeah, whatever it is. The one with Khabib and, you know. The thing that, to me, it's like, and people are so bullish right now uh, Mm -hmm. about the NFL as well and all the bullishness just comes because the commissioner's like nope we're on schedule we're on schedule and it's like that doesn't mean they're on schedule like dana white told us ufc wasn't going to stop at all and all of a sudden the nevada gaming commission comes in and says yeah no no events in nevada he's like uh okay yeah i guess i can't so like i don't buy it when these leaks have all this optimism japan was going to go through with the olympics as of three days ago yeah. And, and then finally, uh, you know, countries like Australia are like, we're not coming regardless. And they're like, okay, yeah, I guess we're not having the Olympics. So I guess I just don't buy any optimism from these leagues themselves right now. One of some, unless things go really sideways, one of them's going to have to come back, right? First, right? right. So like, I would, PGA is probably first, right? So, okay. They're caddy and the player. They don't, there's non-contact sport. Caddy and player can socially, you know, or socially distance themselves six feet or whatever. They can cut off the live fans. It's not a huge breadwinner for them anyways, although I'm sure it's a big one, but like, and the, there's no, unlike NASCAR, there's not a thousand people needed to run the cars and then the stadium staff, right? Like a golf course. Uh, you know, they need a, they need a bunch of people compared to just when it's a normal, your normal local course, but like, you don't need that many. Yeah. You would, th- you would think, I, you know, I don't, I'm not an expert, but like PGA seems right to come back. Then maybe like NASCAR seems like a possibility. Um, MMA, 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 besides the, the crew to film it. Right. You would yeah. figure like, okay. Yeah. The, it is a contact sport, but it's only two guys. They could, hopefully they could test them before. Yep. Fight. They only they only need their trainer and their coach or something like that. Yep. You announce from your home like LOL does, <laughs> and and there you go. Like I, I think they could do it. It's indoors. Hell, they could even do it outdoors. Yeah, I um, I I do agree with that. I think golf and MMA are probably uh most likely to be back sooner than later but i guess my pessimism just stems from the fact that i we still aren't to the worst of it in america yet and we just don't know what those ripple effects are going to be like and the other thing is it just seems like such a fragile situation i mean even if you had one mma fighter who then came down with it or one golfer 
And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, what's the, you know, does everybody have it? Is this getting spread or whatever? But like you said, if they were able to find a way to test everybody regularly, um, I'm just wor more worried about our entire infrastructure and, and everything over the next. Yes. I'm saying if things don't go completely sideways, like, so let's yeah. all hope. Let's think it. this is a show about positivity here, Peter. And, uh, but like that, that's a, that's a, that's a plus in the MMA category though. You just said, because every, every, every event is a complete turnover. Essentially it's a complete turnover on fighters, right? So it doesn't, they're not going to get each other sick. It's a complete turnover of fighters. The next one I'm saying it's a complete turnover on stadium employees, the completely different location in the country or world, right? Besides the announcers who can do it from home, MMA, yeah. like seems like they could, could theoretically do it as, assuming this whole fabric holds together. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I will say this guys, I am a lot less stressed out about all the sports coming back as much as I want them to. We got League of Legends, guys. This is a show about positivity. It's a show about League of Legends. And I will just say this, without being positive or uh, negative, this is a positive spin. If you are holding out on playing League of Legends DFS because you're like, all the other sports will be back soon enough. We'll have the NFL draft. We'll, we'll be on our way. I'm telling you, it's better to come in now because when this, you don't want to be the guy when the NFL season officially gets pushed back, that is catching up with us League of Legends thought leaders, right, Brian? They need to get in now and start building up a knowledge base so we can just all play this together for the foreseeable future. Yeah, no, for sure. I'm, I'm, uh, the, the rise in entries is, is staggering, but I think it's going to go higher. I'm going to, I'm going to say they, I'm going to say, I'm going to give it like a, 40% chance that there's going to be a million maker in our future. That's that has to be like, that would be the pinnacle if we could get that. And I don't think it's listen, like I will bet on a million maker uh, in league of legends happening before a lot of things that I think other people would bet on happening. <laughs> maybe I should, maybe I should open a, a, a bet on Twitter, see if any of the uh, psycho gamblers who follow me will take, we'll bite on it. So like, okay. So like minus, you know, minus 100 would be 50, 50. Yeah. So like, let's say minus 200. Is that worth, is that like a realistic opportunity to, uh, to bet on? It might be, might be, if I'm putting real money on it, hold on, let me see what I'm comfortable with before I talk. So minus it. 200 on there being a Millie maker. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so, I mean, for them, so plus two hundred for me. Okay, yeah. So plus yeah. so plus two hundred for you. You're saying that there's a th implied thirty three point three percent chance. Okay, that seems fair. Yeah, I somewhere around there. Yeah, and the thing is, is the reason why I think it's a good bet is, look, everybody's been impacted by this within the sports world. It's the trickle down from the sports leagues themselves to the DFS providers and the DFS content providers. DraftKings and FanDuel, we, we joked about this last week, FanDuel whipped up an LOL product in like three hours because it was the only way to continue bringing in money. These sites, if it's the only show in town, there's rumors DraftKings adding CSGO, you know, whatever that is. Uh, they're going to keep innovating here and they're going to keep pushing these contests. 
sorry, there's a little bit of a, as you know, Brian, across the gaming spaces, you know, the Counter-Strike, yeah. Lulz community have kind of butted heads. But um, but yeah, I, I think it's a really good chance that uh, that we see a Millie Maker here in the next month or so. I did get an email from DraftKings. And let's see if I could uh, bring it up. Uh, and, and while you are pulling this up, I'm going to hit the... Um, the chat real quick ricky we hit on that lpl lck discussion uh earlier in the stream if you want to watch it back the tldr is that um it should already be baked into projections and shouldn't matter too much um if you're using good projections uh marcos i'm loving these streams thank you and i agree we uh we might be playing lol for the next six months how about this buddy we will and we'll enjoy it uh all right brian what was your email so so uh, I won't share it all, but, but he said at the end of it, we were talking about what product they're going to be pushing forward. And he said, so stay tuned for something big later this week. So we'll, we'll see. That's for your rep. That's for my rep. Um, I don't know if, uh, I don't think that means a milli, but what but we've gone from 100, 180, 100, 125, 150, 175, 200, now 300,000 on Sunday. And they could price it like one of those, you know, crazy showdowns where first place, you know, gets 80% of the prize pool. Yeah. Just yeah. to stir up some, uh, some uh, interest in, in League of Legends. I want to see that because then we'll, we'll start to see the crazy strategies. I want to see someone roll out a 1 1 1 1 1 1 1 1. You know, yeah. just see if you can really. Uh, that, that'll probably be what wins. <laughs> and 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 I'm I'm still holding to this. Here's my theory on what's going to happen. In 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 the meantime, is someone's going to win with the team uh, position in the captain slot. Yeah. Right. Someone will win with that in the next like week or two, and then everyone will copy it. Right. And the team captain slot will go up by like five ten percent owned. Right. And then and then event and then it'll be discussion on whether that's sharp or not. And they'll reference the guy who got lucky. Yeah. And then eventually everyone will be laughing about it. You know, like, like a month, month later, like only an idiot does it. Right. So, so, so don't, uh, I don't want to give a blanket. Don't play. I'm not even hundred percent sure myself on if team should be in the captain slot, but that's have my you, prediction on what's going to happen. Have you messed around like with your projections of without any constraints, just letting it rip and seeing how many times the captain comes up? Yeah, and it could come up uh, a decent amount, um, which isn't is it shouldn't really shock you if you have a lot of experiment uh, experience doing optimizers in Fantasy Cruncher, because just those those low owned guys seem to pop in uh, captain situations quite a bit. Right, and the more lineups you're making, um, you know, yeah. the more different kind of different combos you're just going to end up seeing as well, especially in stacking. Right. And stacking, there's only so many combinations we can do, uh, uh, even more so in LOL than like MLB or hockey. Yeah. Well, so Marcos asked the question. I mean, I think this is the general question. And you could say the same thing of when people would do a kicker defense in an NFL showdown. He asked, how is team captain giving you any upside? What I think, I mean, and Brian, tell me if I'm wrong, but the upside isn't necessarily in for the captain slot, but the upside in what you're able to get with the rest of your slots. Yeah, exactly. And in comparison to ownership. So like, you'll be the only one with the lineup. And then, you know, some crazy game goes off where they get a ton of barons and dragons and tourists. 
and um and it's just enough to where you also have all the studs in the rights in the rights uh, uh positions uh, spots so like it can definitely it could def- it could definitely happen i i mean honestly if no one if, if it was even more inefficient and a bunch of people were putting team into captain uh i bet it would happen already all right, Brian, I'm going to put you on the spot. Uh, a question just came up in the chat from Wes Bearden. I want you to look into the camera and I want you to tell people like West, who just recently tried LOL for the first time, that are scrolling up the standings and see Brick 75 everywhere, why they should continue Plague, why <laughs> you are beatable, and why that you are, they are a welcome addition and that whatever you're doing is not sustainable. Oh, that's, 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 that a was a leading question. question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. That was uh, like the, there was like three questions in one, maybe. Um, did he ask why he should play? He didn't ask why he should play. I think he just kind of made that up, but I'll answer that anyways. Um, you don't have to play against me. First of all, I'm not allowed to play in anything under like four or $5 or whatever it is on DraftKings. So if I was you, I would play all of those. Now this has me uh, like talking like I'm the shit, but like the, it, you should definitely just play as long as you're allowed to play just, and you have the role for it, play everything under $5. Your, your ROI is going to be huge. And you don't even need to make that, that huge um, ownership adjustments at those levels, which is yeah, key. And I will, I will piggyback off of that. I mean, so last night, DraftKings ended up having three mini maxes, the, the $50 max 150. So $75 to max enter. Um, they've been rolling out multiple $3 20 maxes, multiple $1 20 maxes. They have the dime time. They have the quarter jukebox, like it, whatever style you want to play uh, and not go against brick, not go against them. Um, they have that available and, and they're filling and they're adding a bunch. So you can get a lot of money down and never see Brick's name in a contest, which is, uh, which is nice. Yeah. The, uh, uh, that's pretty funny, Marcos. I'm trying to be Brick 76. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And so like, just to give you guys an example, when we first started doing, uh, wait, <laughs> be careful what you're gonna say post coronavirus okay post coronavirus i think the most i was able to get down was like sixteen hundred dollars and i think i entered everything and uh <laughs> now it's 30 times that for yeah for lol yeah with you know in the restricted games games over four dollars or whatever they they make me play yep so it's that shows you how how much how big it's got and there's no way Marcos my friend there's no way that those guys are all good. Yep. There's no there's no chance that that amount of influx that these guys all have it figured out. So you can you could definitely it League of Legends right now is easier than probably any other sport to win money at. Let that sink in. Yeah, Let seriously, it really is. And that could be dramatically different different in like two weeks. Um, I would like to apologize to Wes. I took a comment that was a perfectly uh, normal con- uh, um, comment, and I had a slightly toxic spin on it. I led the witness 
and I put everyone in an uncomfortable situation. And Wes, I apologize. I realize you're just a fan and you're happy to see Brian succeed uh, and you're trying to learn something new. And I apologize for making that a toxic environment. Um, Hopefully, hopefully he forgives you, but I really want to say something really quick. We have Jake Hari on, on in chat here and I want to ask him, how do you think, how do you think Alex Baker feels about dropping from the world's number one ranked player to, I don't know, whatever's below me, two, three, four, five. And is he doing okay? You know, obviously we'll have to wait for him to uh, respond in chat, but like, I feel like that could be quite a letdown, you know, like the world breaks into this global pandemic, you lose your number one ranking. Um, you know, you're pumping out the best model you can do and it's just not good enough. It's, it's really tough times for Osimo. I mean, I think we're probably one or two months away from Osimo, like living in a tent down by soldier field and just playing league of legends on his phone with like the one or two remaining friends he still has. It's possible. Um, with his girlfriend, um, or no, you think she'll be there? Or she'll leave him too. Oh no, she's she's definitely. I mean, I'm on. I realize this is a toxic interpretation. I personally am on team. He's making it up. Um, okay. I know he did post a photo of what appeared to be a female sitting at right. his computer desk. But I mean, you've seen Ferris Bueller's Day Off, right? I mean, that stuff's easy to fake. Yeah, to me, it looked like Fast Eddie Fear with a wig on. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, in Osimo has this massive stable of contributors. I'm sure he could have gotten any of those guys to come over. I mean, it could have been Randone for all we know. Yeah, that's it's possible. Uh, was Alex really losing that bad? Yeah, man, it's it's tough times. I I am sorry. This stream has just been reported by Osama Blay reporting this toxic stream. Brian. Yeah. We, I opened up this show talking about the yeah. toxic state of this industry, and I myself have succumbed to the toxicity. You well, you don't, that's part of the problem, really. It's not your fault. I'm it's, sorry, uh, it's like a disease that spreads. Uh, from per- it's kind of like a coronavirus, honestly. It is, yeah. Um, okay, I did want to ask you about the 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 lol lifestyle thing. You mentioned, you know, maybe setting your alarm to check on some news. How have you been sweating League of Legends? Because I've seen some of your screenshots. Yeah. Uh, YouTube. YouTube live stream uh, when I wake up. Same way pretty, everyone else is, I'm assuming. You're pretty active in that chat too, right? That's right. Yeah. Well, you have to be. Where? How are you going to fight toxicity if you're not you know, in the trenches? It's true. It's true. It's like, um, you know, you can't. You can't influence, or, or who was it that once said, be the change that you want to see in the world. And so if we're going to sit here and preach toxicity and not hop on these streams yeah. and spam Bible verses, then what are we even doing? No idea. Yeah, it's, it's not about the money. I don't know how many times I have to say that. Okay, Brian. I did promise the people an LOL tip from brick 75 should we eclipse 20 likes which we just absolutely steamrolled past i mean we're (laughs) at 23 right now and i know i'm kind of putting you on the spot it can be slate specific it can be general strategy i feel like we've actually given out a lot of really good nuggets but i did promise the people an lol tip 
from Big Dick Brick. Big Dick Brick. All right. <laughs> I'll, I'll give out a I'll give it a give out a few here. So, uh, how about a contrarianness? Nice solid play. Mm. Um, and we haven't we haven't updated since we've been streaming. So if any of this information is stale, it's not our fault. Uh, I'm thinking uh, a solid contrarian play is uh, effort support from t1 mm. um i have him at like 10 percent own they're huge favorites um so they are gonna go, uh, get some ownership but i think you can go over there and you can go over on kana from the same team at, at top would you um, would, yeah, would you say would you say some of the equity in playing him is if you lose you can still just say hey that was a good effort Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> that was a, that was a, that was a good one. It took you a millisecond to get it, and that millisecond brought me so much joy. It did because I was looking at my next tip, and then um, so I'm behind on it. <laughs> and then All I right. can't make fun of you because that would be toxic. So my what long was your next shot, tip? Long shot, chance. Oh God! Now, now there's another pun about another dad pun about that happened to me. Chance. Um, from lgd another support guy so like if you're gonna here here's a a quick tip unless you're gonna make a chance joe i Uh, was okay well i i ruined it the 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 uh the support guys are kind of like the team position where (laughs) i want to know what it was now can i can i just do it do it (laughs) so you're saying that like he's probably not gonna be in the optimal but you're also saying there's a chance. Okay. That's pretty good. Yes. I'm saying there's, a, there's a chance. <laughs> He's uh, hope, you know, he should be fair, fairly low owned. And uh, as of right now, I'm going over him. and the team in top positions are your like, I'm sorry. I said team in top support in top positions are like the team position, except with a little more upside. So um, I'm not like saying jam them into the captain slot, but um, if you're, you know, just if you're, if you're going down the, the well for a, a, a cheapish support guy, that's, that's probably who I'm going to jam in tonight. Here's a question for you. Um, when you run your projections and you're looking at the lineups and stuff, are you, um, are you double checking um what position is in the captain like how much are you discriminating on that like if you notice that a jungler was in your captain and it was one of your top optimals like does do any of those things give you pause yeah for sure um and i don't have uh even though i've been playing this game for years i don't have it all figured out so um if i if i am getting a ton of support or top that definitely uh definitely is concerning and i don't know where the line is to be drawn yet honestly yeah i don't think, I don't think anyone does huh? i think it was forget who it was that said it it might have been benjamin franklin that league of legends dfs takes five minutes to learn but a lifetime to master yeah that was him um ryan uh we had kind of touched on this earlier but i'll, I'll let you feel it again are you guys heavily stacking lpl as opposed to lck um yeah we touched on 
touched on earlier. I, um, I, I mean, it might appear like I am, but it's not on purpose. It's just that uh, the LCK is, we don't know all the guys who are going to play. So like I, like I said earlier, that's going to kill your ROI. If like somebody, if, if you say, if you, let's say you roll with someone at 20% or 15%, something reasonable and he's benched, you know, you're throwing away your, that, that's the, you know, that's the rake in the GPP, right? 15%. Now you're double it. You're, just, you, you're paying for everyone else's rake if he doesn't play. And it's not like you're guaranteed to win any, at any day, anytime. So like, it's going to, I'm going to hand, it's going to look like that probably for a decent amount of teams, but it's not on purpose. If he's thinking, if somehow we figure out how to get these lines in advance. <laughs> how about maybe. this? Should we put out a bounty, Brian? If one of our LOL's viewers can find us the Adam Schefter of the LCK on Twitter. I mean, I'm willing to give him a lifetime sub. Oh, wow. Okay. We can do that. I mean, yeah. I can't even put a price on what that's valued at. Yeah, no, it, it's, it'd be worth it for him. Let's just say that. Yeah, so feel free to do some sleuthing. Um, see if we can figure this out. Because we got our guy, Kenzie, who just absolutely crushes the LOL beat. I mean, this dude thing is putting these lineups up like 28 hours in advance or whatever. I mean, it's, it's great, but we need it for the LCK. But here's the thing, Brian. They are anti-gambling. The LCK finds gambling to be incredibly toxic. How do we change their minds on this? Yeah, it's toxic to be anti-gambling, I think, right? So it's, it's just yeah. another one of our battles we're going to have to do. It's um, Maybe I can do it in the the YouTube chat section. I could throw that in there. Yeah. Uh, you know, continue the fight there. Yeah. Um, Isomable, uh, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Should I just Google a random site for LOL Vegas odds, or is there one you guys can recommend? Um, uh we're not beholden to any affiliate. So you're allowed to mention offshore books, aren't you, uh, Brian? Um, yeah, I am. Should I just Google random site for LOL Vegas ads? Uh, use Pinnacle. Yeah, I've been using Pinnacle. I, I check on the, the Bovada ones. The Pinnacle ones seem to get a lot of movement, um, which is a, a good sign that there's a lot of action there. But I, um, it seems like everyone's offering LOL sports betting now. Your eyes just got really big. Uh, yeah, and Soundbull says you can call me whatever you want, Daddy. I mean, <laughs> Peter. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm trying to figure out if that's toxic or not. I think it's kind of falls into the big dick brick category. Yeah, it's compliment. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, I have checked my uh, analytics in my YouTube viewership, and I do have 0.02% female viewers. So mm. it just might be someone interested. Yeah, um, yeah. Jake Hari has a question we skipped over. Has your guy stance stances changed on game stacking? I don't know if Jake is serious there. Maybe he is. So I'll answer it seriously. Jake, Jake, Jake did a review of my, my, uh, my lineups on two articles where I game stacked entirely both days. Um, and so it has completely changed. I only do one player per team. I'm never going to stack again. No, nope, he was being serious. Okay. So <laughs> yeah. So uh, I said it earlier in the stream, uh, stream, Jake stack until further notice. And so what I mean, what I meant by that actually was for 
four by threes, four by threes until further notice. In my opinion, you know, others might, might think differently. Um, and then if I was going to go down, I'd go four, two, one personally, not three, three, one. Um, you can get your four, two, one fix on the FanDuel slates. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. On FanDuel, you're going to have to. So, um, that's what, that's what I would do. I don't know what everyone else is going to do. I, I, I don't see that changing, Jake. That don't, there is a lot of correlation in this sport. Um, and you can adjust for ownership other ways. Yeah. I actually want to give a shout out to, let me see if I can find him here in my Twitter stream. He's been doing like one tweet a day. It's sports projections. He's at sports underscore P R O J on Twitter. And he's been doing super cool data viz graphs about uh, League of Legends DFS data, looking at correlations, looking at LPL versus LCK scoring. Um, he looked at positional scoring in wins versus losses. Some really cool stuff. Um, I'm gonna I'll put that I'll put his Twitter in the in the chat right now. Um, but it is it's good stuff and will help you kind of wrap your head around some of the macro stuff. I can't vouch for his full data set and, and what exactly he's pulling from. Uh, but it looks cool as shit and it intuitively makes sense to me, which, uh, yeah, which works. Yeah. I, I, I've been a little busy, but, uh, I could double, uh, I'll double check his info eventually. And yeah. I, it, it looks right to me. And, um, I'm assuming you're talking about the, um, the correlation between player me and you chatted on a DM about, uh, correlation between adc and support mm -hmm. specifically yeah and in there it doesn't show a like a significant difference so like a football everyone's familiar with the correlation charts for football right um you know and there's a huge difference between wide receiver quarterback and running back quarterback right and in this case where this is a case i think uh peter we've talked about this offline with taylor our producer where um, I think kind of the narrative from the the community, you know, the gambling community, that's that that small gambling community within LOL or whatever it would be, is wrong, or or slightly wrong. They're 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 just they just overvalue uh, from their actual physical, you know, or they're not in this case not in LOL, but their actual experience of playing the game on what actually matters for us is trying to project and game theory out how to, you know, make money. I, I'm not sure on that. Let me double check. We're just, we don't know if this guy has a good data source, but um, yeah, like if you're only getting like 0 0.3, uh, 0 0.03 um, more R squared in your correlation, that's not, that's not going to be worth it, especially since we're playing two gamers, three gamers and six gamers if we're lucky. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's my thoughts on it. Yeah. I mean, you know, I think at this point it's pretty obvious that so many of the positions are just all correlated equally uh, with winning. And I think then kind of the, the next frontier of data that I'll be really interested in is to see um, like if you could splice out, you know, teams projected with an implied probability of say 80% or more, um, or just the smash spots, it does anecdotally seem like their scoring is a little lower um, just because they're so efficient in the way they win and they're not racking up stats. Almost like if 
you know, the chiefs throw or return two kickoffs for touchdowns and it's 14 0. And then they spend the rest of the game running the ball. They're not the smash spot. Um, I would be interested in seeing data that, uh, that looks at that. That's a good point. And there could be some like game flow, game flow, um, uh, game flow narratives i mean there would be data behind it but like game flow narratives that could that could like not be shown in the data not be provable in the data um or at least not without a ton of effort anyways it has to be provable for us to use it in my opinion but like yeah there definitely could be could be some spots where you can get a little bit of an edge i think we're we're away from that not only figuring that out but like needing it i don't think we we need it just yet yep Yep, I agree. Uh, as Brian said earlier, stack until further notice. Yeah, so um, Jake, Brian, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry if you're if you need to say so. No, Jake, no. Uh, Jake meant something different. He was talking about a full game stack, oh. like a run back option in, in football or whatever. They do it in basketball too. I don't really totally agree with that, but it's another another topic. So I uh, I don't like it, Jake, at all. So. Um, uh, I would avoid it on FanDuel specifically. Um, but I don't think you can even run back a 4-3. Um, I'm not sure that's even allowable by the optimizer to run back uh, to run back a 4-3. Am I wrong about that? I'm, I don't think I am. But um, I don't think it's even possible. Um, I, so it would have to be a 4-2-1, 3-3-1. Um, and in that case, I still don't like it. So we've talked about this, Peter, where it's like in MMA, where yeah. you've got a five round match. So like, this is, the, it's actually a perfect, um, uh, it's actually a perfect uh, analogy. So like in the MMA, people do match up fighters who are playing against each other. But one of the huge differences there is in the MMA, the prize fights, the, 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 the big cards have five rounds where everyone else has three. You don't have that in the LPL or the LCK. You have three, three only. And in the, and in the, um, in the LCS and LEC, you have even less, even one. Yeah, There's yeah. no way. Like the, I, I, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I need to do a little more research, but I would just wouldn't, I would just never do it. I'm sure it could, it could happen, but like, like, like if you play cash games and your team loses one, two, like your three stack or whatever, like you you probably lose your, all your cash games. Yeah. Right. Like what are the odds that it's going to go three games? You're going to, I mean, I, I don't see it. I'm happy to be proven wrong, but that's my take. So Wes just asked another question. We, I mean, we kind of had the football analogy. What's the difference as far as stacking in Lowell versus football? Um, well, the thing about football, right, is there's this opportunity cost. If um, if Marquise Brown scores a long touchdown for the Ravens, that means Mark Ingram isn't punching it in. And there's finite amount of possessions, um, and the touchdowns are so swingy, worth six points, that it it takes away um, from the other players. Whereas in LOL, it seems that the scoring is so correlated that in a win – the team, it's a rising tide lifts all boats, and they all get a piece of that winning pie, a relatively bigger piece of the winning pie relative to the the NFL. Would you agree with that? Yeah. In this, in the in the link you shared, did you tweet it out or throw it in the chat room? Those that that correlation is enormous. Like if you look at the correlation of football, 
it's minuscule compared to that. So like, this isn't a question. Like this <laughs> is stack until further notice. And um, it might, it's probably more than baseball by quite a, quite a margin. And that's another stack until, you know, there's, we know in baseball at this point, you stack if you want to win GPPs for sure. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's like, if I get, let, let, like, let's say you had one wide receiver in football, one quarterback, one wide receiver, that's it, right? You would have a one-to-one and no running backs, no tight ends. You have a one-to-one correlation, right? If this guy's data is correct, it's not, it would, instead of one, it's 0. 0.9, 0. 0.87, 0. 0.9. It's almost one-to-one. Yeah. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, you're, you're getting all what you would never not stack a QB, the QB and the wide receiver. You know what I'm saying? Obviously in the scenario I gave you, no, you you'd have no options. Since it's not running yeah. Back, but you get the point. It's huge. Yep. Yep. So there you go. I mean, I, I understand where everyone's coming from because I fall prey to this in NFL. My big old galaxy brain kicks in and I want to play like you know, seven dimensional chess against everybody. Um, but what we're saying right now is we're not even close to that point in League of Legends stuff. And uh, we can just, uh, we can play it straight for now. Um, if there's any other questions in the chat, we can, we can hit on them or we can, uh, we can wrap up here so everyone can go get to work on their, uh, their low lineups for tomorrow. Uh, we did have a non low question here. We kind of touched on it. Uh, Assamable off topic over under NBA starting back up on June 1st. We were kind of touching on that earlier on that line. What would you take before or after June 1st? NBA after. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I would, I would definitely say NBA's man, the uh, NBA, I would say like, are they even going to finish the season? Yeah. Yeah. I think, I honestly think the most likely thing is they do something like fun and creative where they're get some guys, they do some three on three, they do, you know, whatever, just to put out an entertainment product. But I don't, I don't see the season as constructed uh, wrapping up that Ricky's asked that question twice. Now, I don't know what he's saying. Do you know what he's saying? Thoughts on crunching my team versus one large crunch. Thoughts on crunching my team versus one large crunch but not my, he says thoughts on crunching team versus one large crunch. So is that where, okay. I think he might be talking where you do it like team by team. Like, so like you crunch, uh, who's playing. Oh. maybe uh, honestly, I'm guessing at this point, it's yeah, so like rogue warriors. Like he crunches a bunch of rogue warriors. Um, I mean, where you I, lock a, a lock a team and then yeah. Teams, is that what you're yeah. saying, Ricky? Um, Coaching by team versus one large crunch. That doesn't make it any more clear, bud. Uh, and we are not being toxic here. Yeah. Okay. So I was right. Yeah. So, um, uh, no, I mean, that's not how I do it, but you, I mean, yeah, if you like, I mean, actually Peter kind of does it that way, not to give away Peter's strategy, but like he, he, he'll, he'll pick some teams. He, he likes to, uh, you know, make his de- decisions and take his stands I just run it. I just, I have my whole entire process and I let that do the, the work for me, which would mean not locking in anything uh, in any sport basically ever. Yeah. So. 
Well, guys, um, you know, when we started this show, you know, a little over an hour ago, I was in a, a dark, depressed place. I mean, there was a, a dark cloud, a, a black, you know, pox, you know, that had been placed on this industry uh, via one Mr. Waihan. And I feel like we've emerged on the other side, Brian. I mean, the positivity that emanated uh, between us in this chat has been nothing short of remarkable. Yeah. And I, I you know, we should give a shout out to all the, uh, folks in the slack and discord and twitter who've joined us in our struggle to end toxicity toxicity in gaming um we, we've gotten a lot of mentions and uh, we appreciate it that's great yeah we appreciate it we will continue to run this back uh on wednesday nights at uh at 8 p.m eastern definitely subscribe uh to brian's channel if you haven't done that win a gpp and tag Brian and I with your screenshots, thanking us for our advice, and more importantly, thanking us for removing toxicity in the <laughs> esports world. We will see you guys next week. Later. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.